Parashat Shemot of the Holy Scriptures according to the Masoretic Text, a new translation. Exodus. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Parashat Shemot, Exodus 1 1 through 6 1. Now these are the names of the sons of Israel, who came into Egypt with Jacob. Every man came with his household, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, and Benjamin, Dan, and Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. And all the souls that came out of the loins of Jacob were seventy souls, and Joseph was in Egypt already, and Joseph died, and all his brethren, and all that generation. And the children of Israel were fruitful, and increased abundantly and multiplied and waxed exceedingly mighty and the land was filled with them now there arose a new king over egypt who knew not joseph and he said unto his people behold the people of the children of israel are too many and too mighty for us come let us deal wisely with them lest they multiply and it come to pass that when there befalleth us any war they also join themselves unto our enemies, and fight against us, and get them up out of the land. Therefore they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens, and they built for Pharaoh's store cities, Pithom and Ramses. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied, and the more they spread abroad. And they were a dread because of the children of Israel. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with rigor, and they made their lives bitter with hard service, in mortar and in brick, and in all manner of service in the field, in all their service wherein they made them serve with rigor. And the king of Egypt spoke to the Hebrew midwives, of whom the name of the one was Shiprah, and the name of the other Puah. And he said, When ye do the office of a midwife to the Hebrew women, ye shall look upon the birth-stool, if it be a son, then ye shall kill him, but if it be a daughter, then she shall live. But the midwives feared God, and did not as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the men-children alive. And the king of Egypt called for the midwives, and said unto them, Why have ye done this thing, and have saved the men-children alive? And the midwives said unto Pharaoh, because the Hebrew women are not as the Egyptian women, for they are lively, and are delivered ere the midwife come unto them. And God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied, and waxed very mighty. And it came to pass, because the midwives feared God, that he made them houses. And Pharaoh charged all his people, saying, Every son that is born ye shall cast into the river, and every daughter ye shall save alive. And there went a man of the house of Levi, and took to wife a daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived and bore a son, and when she saw him that he was a goodly child, she hid him three months. And when she could not longer hide him, she took for him an ark of bulrushes, and daubed it with slime and with pitch, and she put the child therein, and laid it in the flags by the river's brink and his sister stood far off, to know what would be done to him. And the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe in the river, and her maidens walked along by the riverside, 
and she saw the ark among the flags and sent her handmaid to fetch it and she opened it and saw it even the child and behold a boy that wept and she had compassion on him and said this is one of the hebrews children then said his sister to pharaoh's daughter shall i go and call thee a nurse of the hebrew women that she may nurse the child for thee and pharaoh's daughter said to her go and the maiden went and called the child's mother and pharaoh's daughter said unto her take this child away and nurse it for me and i will give thee thy wages and the woman took the child and nursed it and the child grew and she brought him unto pharaoh's daughter and he became her son and she called his name moses and said because i drew him out of the water and it came to pass in those days when moses was grown up that he went out unto his brethren and looked on their burdens and he saw an egyptian smiting a hebrew one of his brethren and he looked this way and that way and when he saw that there was no man he smote the egyptian and hid him in the sand and when he went out the second day and behold two men of the hebrews were striving together and he said to him that did the wrong wherefore smitest thou thy fellow and he said who made thee a ruler and a judge over us thinkest thou to kill me as thou didst kill the egyptian and moses feared and said surely the thing is known now when pharaoh heard this thing he sought to slay moses but moses fled from the face of pharaoh and dwelt in the land of midian and he sat down by a well now the priest of midian had seven daughters and they came and drew water and filled the troughs to water their father's flock and the shepherds came and drove them away but moses stood up and helped them and watered their flock and when they came to ruel their father he said how is it that ye are come so soon to-day and they said an egyptian delivered us out of the hands of the shepherds and moreover he drew water for us and watered the flock and he said unto his daughters and where is he why is it that ye have left the man call him that he may eat bread and moses was content to dwell with the man and he gave moses zipporah his daughter and she bore a son and he called his name gershom for he said i have been a stranger in a strange land and it came to pass in the course of those many days that the king of egypt died and the children of israel sighed by reason of the bondage and they cried and their cry came up unto god by reason of the bondage and god heard their groaning and god remembered his covenant with abraham with isaac and with jacob and god saw the children of israel and god took cognizance of them now moses was keeping the flock of jethro his father-in-law the priest of midian and he led the flock to the farthest end of the wilderness and came to the mountain of god unto horeb and the angel of the lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush and he looked and behold the bush burned with fire and the bush was not consumed and moses said i will turn aside now and see this great sight why the bush is not burnt and when the lord saw that he turned aside to see god called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said 
Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Draw not nigh hither, put off thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people that are in Egypt, and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters. For I know their pains, and I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians, and to bring them up out of that land unto a good land and a large, unto a land flowing with milk and honey, unto the place of the Canaanite, and the Hittite, and the Amorite, and the Perizzite, and the Hivite, and the Jebusite. And now, behold, the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me. Moreover I have seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppress them. Come now, therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And Moses said unto God, Who am I, that I should go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, Certainly I will be with thee and this shall be the token unto thee, that I have sent thee. When thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, ye shall serve God upon this mountain. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. And God said moreover unto Moses, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, hath sent me unto you. This is my name for ever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. Go and gather the elders of Israel together, and say unto them, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, hath appeared unto me, saying, I have surely remembered you, and seen that which is done to you in Egypt. And I have said, I will bring you up out of the affliction of Egypt unto the land of the Canaanite, and the Hittite, and the Amorite, and the Perizzite and the Hivite and the Jebusite, unto a land flowing with milk and honey, and they shall hearken to thy voice. And thou shalt come, thou and the elders of Israel, unto the king of Egypt, and ye shall say unto him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, hath met with us. And now let us go, we pray thee, three days' journey into the wilderness, that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. And I know that the king of Egypt will not give you leave to go, except by a mighty hand. And I will put forth my hand, and smite Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in the midst thereof. And after that he will let you go. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. 
and it shall come to pass that when ye go ye shall not go empty but every woman shall ask of her neighbour and of her that sojourneth in her house jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment and ye shall put them upon your sons and upon your daughters and ye shall spoil the egyptians and moses answered and said but behold they will not believe me nor hearken unto my voice for they will say the lord hath not appeared unto thee and the lord said unto him what is that in thy hand and he said a rod and he said cast it on the ground and he cast it on the ground and it became a serpent and moses fled from before it and the lord said unto moses put forth thy hand and take it by the tail and he put forth his hand and laid hold of it and it became a rod in his hand that they may believe that the lord the god of their fathers the god of abraham the god of isaac and the god of jacob hath appeared unto thee and the lord said furthermore unto him put now thy hand into thy bosom and he put his hand into his bosom and when he took it out behold his hand was leprous as white as snow and he said put thy hand back into thy bosom and he put his hand back into his bosom and when he took it out of his bosom behold it was turned again as his other flesh and it shall come to pass if they will not believe thee neither hearken to the voice of the first sign that they will believe the voice of the latter sign and it shall come to pass if they will not believe even these two signs neither hearken unto thy voice that thou shalt take of the water of the river and pour it upon the dry land and the water which thou takest out of the river shall become blood upon the dry land and moses said unto the lord o lord i am not a man of words neither heretofore nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant for i am slow of speech and of a slow tongue and the lord said unto him who hath made man's mouth or who maketh a man dumb or deaf or seeing or blind is it not i the lord now therefore go and i will be with thy mouth and teach thee what thou shalt speak and he said o lord send i pray thee by the hand of him whom thou wilt send and the anger of the lord was kindled against moses and he said is there not aaron thy brother the levite i know that he can speak well and also behold he cometh forth to meet thee and when he seeth thee he will be glad in his heart and thou shalt speak unto him and put the words in his mouth and i will be with thy mouth and with his mouth and will teach you what ye shall do and he shall be thy spokesman unto the people and it shall come to pass that he shall be to thee a mouth and thou shalt be to him in god's stead and thou shalt take in thy hand this rod wherewith thou shalt do the signs and moses went and returned to jethro his father-in-law and said unto him let me go i pray thee and unto my brethren that are in egypt and see whether they be yet alive 
And Jethro said to Moses, Go in peace. And the Lord said unto Moses in Midian, Go, return into Egypt, for all the men are dead that sought thy life. And Moses took his wife and his sons, and set them upon an ass, and he returned to the land of Egypt. And Moses took the rod of God in his hand. And the Lord said unto Moses, When thou goest back into Egypt, see that thou do before Pharaoh all the wonders which I have put in thy hand. But I will harden his heart, and he will not let the people go. And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord, Israel is my son, my firstborn, and I have said unto thee, Let my son go, that he may serve me, and thou hast refused to let him go. Behold, I will slay thy son, thy firstborn. And it came to pass on the way at the lodging-place that the Lord met him and sought to kill him. Then Zipporah took a flint, and cut off the foreskin of her son, and cast it at his feet, and she said, Surely a bridegroom of blood art thou to me. So he let him alone. Then she said, A bridegroom of blood, in regard of the circumcision. And the Lord said to Aaron, Go into the wilderness to meet Moses. And he went, and met him in the mountain of God, and kissed him. And Moses told Aaron all the words of the Lord wherewith he had sent him, and all the signs wherewith he had charged him. And Moses and Aaron went and gathered together all the elders of the children of Israel. And Aaron spoke all the words which the Lord had spoken unto Moses, and did the signs in the sight of the people. And the people believed, and when they heard that the Lord had remembered the children of Israel, and that he had seen their affliction, then they bowed their heads and worshipped. And afterward Moses and Aaron came, and said unto Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord the God of Israel, Let my people go, that they may hold a feast unto me in the wilderness. And Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord, that I should hearken unto his voice to let Israel go? I know not the Lord, and moreover I will not let Israel go. And they said, the God of the Hebrews hath met with us. Let us go, we pray thee, three days' journey into the wilderness, and sacrifice unto the Lord our God, lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword. And the king of Egypt said unto them, Wherefore do ye, Moses and Aaron, cause the people to break loose from their work? Get you unto your burdens. And Pharaoh said, Behold, the people of the land are now many, and will ye make them rest from their burdens? And the same day Pharaoh commanded the taskmasters of the people and their officers, saying, Ye shall no more give the people straw to make brick, as heretofore. Let them go and gather straw for themselves, and the tail of the bricks, which they did make heretofore, ye shall lay upon them. Ye shall not diminish aught thereof, for they are idle. Therefore they cry, saying, Let us go and sacrifice to our God. Let heavier work be laid upon the men, that they may labor therein, and let them not regard lying words. And the taskmasters of the people went out, and their officers, and they spoke to the people, saying, 
Thus saith Pharaoh, I will not give you straw. Go yourselves, get you straw where ye can find it, for naught of your work shall be diminished. So the people were scattered abroad throughout all the land of Egypt to gather stubble for straw, and the taskmasters were urgent, saying, Fulfill your work, your daily task, as when there was straw. And the officers of the children of Israel, whom Pharaoh's taskmasters had set over them, were beaten, saying, Wherefore have ye not fulfilled your appointed task in making brick both yesterday and to-day as heretofore? Then the officers of the children of Israel came and cried unto Pharaoh, saying, Wherefore dealest thou thus with thy servants? There is no straw given unto thy servants, and they say to us, Make brick. And behold, thy servants are beaten, but the fault is in thine own people. But he said, Ye are idle, ye are idle. Therefore ye say, Let us go and sacrifice to the Lord. Go therefore now, and work, for there shall no straw be given you, yet shall ye deliver the tale of bricks. And the officers of the children of Israel did see that they were set on mischief, when they said, Ye shall not diminish aught from your bricks, your daily task. And they met Moses and Aaron, who stood in the way, as they came forth from Pharaoh, and they said unto them, The Lord look upon you, and judge, because ye have made our savour to be abhorred in the eyes of Pharaoh, and in the eyes of his servants, to put a sword in their hand to slay us. And Moses returned unto the Lord, and said, Lord, wherefore hast thou dealt ill with this people? Why is it that thou hast sent me? For since I came to Pharaoh to speak in thy name, he hath dealt ill with this people, neither hast thou delivered thy people at all. And the Lord said unto Moses, Now shalt thou see what I will do to Pharaoh, for by a strong hand shall he let them go, and by a strong hand shall he drive them out of his land. End of Parashat Shemot Recording by Rhonda Fetterman